Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. This is the Entrepreneur Architect Podcast, episode 54. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, you're in the process of launching a startup, or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. Once per month, my friend Bob Borson over at lifeofanarchitect.com organizes a group of bloggers to write on one specific topic. The series is called Architalks. So you can search for it over on Twitter or at the blog at entrearchitect.com and you'll find all the links from all the other posts from the series. This is the day in the life of Mark R. LePage. Today is November 26th, 2014. This episode of the Entrepreneur Architect podcast is brought to you by Entrepreneur Architect Academy. Entrepreneur Architect Academy is a private community of like-minded entrepreneur architects seeking to take their small firms to greater success. And members benefit from having free access to all the products offered by Entrepreneur Architect now and into the future for as long as they are members. We also meet weekly on a private video conference where we discuss new topics of business and dive deep into building a successful small firm architecture studio. And this 
is an opportunity to be part of a group of professionals who are determined to take their businesses, their lives, and their leadership to the next level. An enrollment for the membership is open right now. You can go to entrearchitect.com slash academy and check out all the details and sign up to join us. Hope to see you there. I was sound asleep and dreaming. I had one of those dreams where, you know, they were not a good dream. It was not a good dream. I had one of those dreams where I was missing Henry. Henry is my nine-year-old, and I was walking through the woods, and uh, Henry was up in front of me, and we came to a clearing, and we were walking across the clearing, and he ran up in front of me, and he ran into the woods, and when I got to the woods, I couldn't find him. And through the woods, I ended up finding a small village full of people and my heart sank and he was gone. And I woke up scared and I fell back asleep and the dream continued. And as I dreamed, I started looking for him and I turned to my left and there he was hanging out with a bunch of his friends and I found him and that's how I woke up this morning. The alarm went off. Well, no, the alarm didn't go off. The telephone rang. The telephone rang at 5 a.m. this morning. And it was Lynn McKay. Lynn McKay is the superintendent of Chappaqua Schools. And the alarm, the the uh, voicemail kicked in. And it was Lynn McKay telling us that the half day that was planned for today, the day before Thanksgiving, uh, was canceled because of snow, because snow was predicted later in the day, Lynn McKay canceled school. So I woke up at five o'clock in the morning to Lynn McKay telling me that no school today. And so I got up and I took my alarm clock, which was set for 5.30, which is typically what I do. So typically I get up, take a shower, and I make breakfast for the kids. My morning's basically from 5.30 to 9 in the morning is all about breakfast and backpacks and buses. And, uh, and once my daughter's on the bus, then my workday starts. So, um, that's my typical morning from five thirty to nine. It's all about the kids. But today, because school was canceled, I reset the alarm for eight o'clock bonus. So this day is sort of not a typical day, but it is a life in the day, you know, a, a day in the life of Mark R. LePage. So I had a nine o'clock morning meeting scheduled with a client in Pleasantville, which is the next village over from Chappaqua where we live. Um, We're designing a new photography studio and office space for the Gordon Parks Foundation. Gordon Parks was a photographer and a musician and a writer and a film director. And uh, and he was best known for his photo uh, essays in uh, Life magazine in the 40s and 50s. Pretty interesting guy. Should look them up. Uh, the foundation who hired us uh, holds the archives for Gordon, the Gordon Parks Foundation, uh, holds the archives for Gordon Parks for, for uh, photographs. And we're designing a new space to display those photos uh, in a public gallery that's going to be open to, uh, to uh, the Main Street in Pleasantville. And in the space will also be office space and the archives the actual cold storage archives for the photographs. And so it's a, it's a very interesting project. And coincidentally, 
the space that they're taking is a first floor, uh, basically storefront in the form in the building where our former former studio, where the Five Cat Studio studio was before we moved into the studio at home and started our virtual studio here at home. Um, so last November we moved out of that building, and so that the new space uh, where this gallery is is in that uh, former building, great old brick building. Originally in the 20s, that building was the um, the town hall and fire department and police department. Actually, originally it was a fire department, and then the fire department moved out and it became town hall and the police department, and for years it was that. And then they moved down to the corner building, and this building was empty for a long time. And then just before we moved in, they renovated it into an office space, and we were the first tenants in. And so we know that building very, very well, and uh, we're really excited to be part of bringing more artistic culture to the village of Pleasantville with this uh, with the Gordon Parks Foundation. It's going to be a really fun project. So that was my morning. I uh, I woke up at eight o'clock, threw on some clothes. Uh, the kids were were uh, up and excited about the snow, and uh, and I was out for a meeting. So after my meeting, the snow basically had started at that point and, uh, and everything in Pleasantville had started turning white. Uh, the village sort of looked like a scene from the, from the Andy Griffith show. Um, if you know that show from the seventies, uh, with Mayberry, it's a, you know, small little village and the, uh, streetlights were all decorated for the holidays and the clean, bright snow sort of made everything look new and, and, and beautiful. Uh, and it gave the village sort of a sense of visual order that it doesn't typically have. It's sort of a, uh, a typical small town village, but the white, you know, coating over everything sort of unified everything. It was really cool looking. And I walked across the street from the gallery space and I grabbed a quick breakfast at the Sundance Deli, which is one of my favorite delis. If you're uh, looking for spicy food, Sundance Deli is a Mexican deli in Pleasantville. And then the other one, uh, uh, Frank and Joe's is a real Italian deli down in the corner. But Sundance has the best ham, egg, and cheese sandwiches in Westchester. I don't know what they use, whether it's the cheese or they put some sauce on it or something, but it, they are the most tasty ham, egg, and cheeses uh, sandwiches that you can get um, in Westchester, the best I've ever had anywhere. So if you find yourself in Pleasantville, hit Sundance for breakfast and grab a ham, egg, and cheese sandwich. And before I headed back to the studio, which is really back home for me, you know, this studio that I'm recording from is also the studio for Five Cat Studio, and uh, and it's in my house. So I, I uh, before I headed home, I stopped off to deliver my dry cleaning and fill the car with gas before the snow came. Um, and it's a pretty normal day, I guess, for most people. Pretty typical day for me, running around, sort of integrating my life and my and my firm. Uh, you know, one minute it's a meeting with some clients and the next minute it's kind of doing chores for the house or running some errands or, or doing something for the kids. Sort of the way my, my life has become sort of one integrated life, which is a pretty great, pretty great life. Um, and so let me get into my, my week and how my week is typically broken up. In order to get all the things done that matter most to me, I chunk my week into days. And uh, some of those days are dedicated to Five Cat Studio, and some of those days are dedicated to Entrepreneur Architect. And if you're new to Entrepreneur Architect, I have full, two full-time jobs. One 
is a, as a partner of uh, partner in charge of operations at Five Cat Studio, and one is the founder and editor and producer at Entrepreneur Architect. So, and they pretty much take up an equal amount of time in my life. So, I chunk up my my week into days, and each day is uh, dedicated to different pieces. Um, and I'm also very active in my kids and. Um, you know, I share responsibilities for raising my kids with my wife and business partner at the firm, uh, architect Anne Marie McCarthy. You you might have heard her. I doubt you've seen her. Uh, everybody thinks she's she's uh, a figment of my imagination because no one's actually seen her. Um, but she's real. I promise you. But my week is packed from beginning to end. Every week it is packed from beginning to end because of all the things I do. So I chunk my week. Uh, into days and Mondays and Tuesdays are fi- for five cat, and so Mondays are mostly administrative and firefighting those mini crises that have occurred in the minds of our clients during the weekend. And Tuesdays are typically client meetings and production. When I'm doing production for five cat, uh, that's when that happens. I typically have production done with uh, independent consultants, so I'm not typically doing that. But sometimes. I need to. I'm doing the production for the Gordon Parks Foundation, so that that work I'm doing that project myself. Um, and Wednesdays are for Entrepreneur Architect, and today is a Wednesday. Um, Wednesdays are dedicated to coaching calls and podcast interviews for the uh, Entrepreneur Architect podcast. I'll get a little more specific about what I'm doing today because today is Wednesday, and today is my life, a day in the life of. Mark Arla Page. So uh, I'll come back to what I'm doing today on Wednesday. And Thursdays are for writing. Thursday mornings are for writing. So I wrote both. I write both the blog post and the newsletter typically on Thursday mornings or sometimes during Thursday, but typically Thursday mornings. That's when it's scheduled to do that. Um, and that's a bit flexible. So it often moves around um, and very often moves to Friday or on the weekends if it's necessary or if I have uh, free time on the weekends. Thursday afternoons are for client meetings and production. And Friday mornings are for business administration for both businesses. And I pay bills and reconcile accounts and and prepare invoices. Friday afternoons are for entrepreneur architect coaching calls and podcast interviews again. So I do that both on Wednesday mornings and Friday afternoons, early afternoon. And later in Friday afternoons, I consider my weekends. So around you know two o'clock uh, I typically don't schedule anything there I usually I end up working anyway on that day on Friday afternoons but Friday afternoons I don't schedule anything and very often I can I can skip out and go hang out with uh, with my family um, and Saturday and Sunday the real weekend are all about my family and I often find myself at swim meets on both days all day uh, my kids are all swimmers, all three of them, and they're all different ages, obviously. My oldest two boys are typically in one session, and my daughter is in a s- different session because of her age. And so swim meets, winter swim meets, are very often two-day meets, and so they're, they start around 7 o'clock in the morning for warm-ups, and they end, they end around uh, 6 o'clock, 6.30 in the evening. And so that's my Saturday and Sundays very often. And I often use that time to write and develop 
entrepreneur architect. So I don't waste that time. I really enjoy it. I have uh, some time that I have to be sitting and watching the kids swim and they don't swim the entire time. They swim for, uh, you know, 30 second dashes through the water uh, and then hours of waiting and then some more 30 second swims. Um, but I like it. I like it a lot actually. And I, and I get to write and I get to think, and I get to spend time in, in kind of in my own head while I'm doing that. So that's my typical week. But today, this day that I'm sharing my day in the life of is Wednesday, November 26th, the day before Thanksgiving 2014. So after my trip to Pleasantville this morning, I returned to my studio around quarter after 10, and I had a uh, an 11 a.m. coaching call. So when I arrived at the studio, my time uh, was spent prepping for that meeting. As And as all my coaching calls, that information that that we discussed on the call is confidential. So I'm not going to get into that here or who I spoke with. But if you're interested, you you can also have a one-on-one coaching call with me. If you're interested, uh, you can go to uh, entrearchitect.com slash episode 54. Those are the show notes for this podcast. I'll leave you a link if you're interested in signing up for a coaching call. Um, I schedule them by the hour. So if you're interested, you can do that. And Wednesday mornings are typically blocked out for these coaching calls and podcast interview sessions. So when I'm um, interviewing someone for the podcast, that's the day, either Wednesday mornings or Friday afternoons. And that way, I always know that I have time to do those. I use an app called Schedule Once, which is great. You can send anyone who you need to schedule with a link and they can see your available times and schedule a link or schedule a a meeting, which then coordinates automatically with my... um, uh, my iMac calendar, my iCalendar, um, through uh, Google Calendar. So you can hook it up to Google Calendar, and then you can hook up your your uh, iCalendar to Google Calendar, and it automatically pops the the uh, the uh, appointment right onto your calendar. So you don't, you don't even need to do anything. So I schedule both my coaching calls and my podcast uh, interviews through Schedule once, and uh, and that works out really well. And I only had one coaching call today. So with that extra time, I completed some you know, payables and, and receivables. I paid my bills and I sent out my invoices because tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And on Friday, I'm heading back down to Charlotte, North Carolina. So Friday morning where I typically do that kind of administrative stuff, paying bills and, and invoicing, uh, I did that today. Um, we're going down to North Carolina because we're still working on some business opportunities down there. And being the holidays, we're also going to enjoy some time with family down there. We have uh, Anne-Marie's brother and both of my brothers are down there. And so we get to spend some time uh, seeing seeing them. Um, so that administrative work that I had planned on Friday, I did today. And then I had a uh, quick lunch because uh, my weekly Entrepreneur Architect Academy video conference call is also scheduled on Wednesdays. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, every Wednesday. Sometimes that bounces around, but I have it scheduled in my schedule for Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Um, so I grabbed a quick bite upstairs in the kitchen, which is one of the benefits of the home office. I can run upstairs and grab something to eat and then run right back down just in time to sign on to the call at 1.45 to meet with my friend Rena Klein of RM Klein Consulting. Uh, we, we meet on these conference calls at GoToMeeting. 
And each week, the uh, the members of the Entrepreneur Architect Academy, and we have about 40 members now. If you're interested, you can join. Um, enrollment's open right now, as you heard in the beginning of this episode. Um, each week, we uh, join and we convene online uh, using GoToMeeting, and we discuss a new topic of success in business or leadership or life. And Rena was our guest at the Academy today. Um, and she discussed with us growing your small firm into a not so small firm. So we talked about growth. It was a really interesting call. And I had, I think, uh, our members learned a lot from what Rena shared. It's really uh, great to have experts come on and, and talk to our group. Uh, and very often we, we just talk among ourselves at these sessions and, and, uh, work out problems for one another. It's a, it's a really great group. Um, Let's see if, uh, and then the call ended around um, three o'clock. So it's a one hour call, starts at two and ends at three, very promptly. And uh, following that meeting, I started to prep for this podcast, The Day in the Life of Mark R. LePage. And so I gathered my thoughts and, and made a few notes. And, and now I'm sitting here recording this show for you, describing my day in the life. And so, um, you know, I, I hear my kids outside right now playing in the snow. We have about four inches on the ground here in Chappaqua on the 26th of November. Uh, the snow that uh, Lynn McKay predicted came true. <laughs> and that uh, the sounds outside sound great. You know, the sounds of kids playing in the snow, it sounds like freedom and safety. You know, it sounds like health and happiness. It's, uh, it's an awesome sound. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and I am so thankful for the life that God has granted me. You know, I'm thankful for those kids outside, and I'm thankful for Anne-Marie, who probably right now is pulling her hair out, prepping for Thanksgiving, wondering where I am. I'm thankful for my health, and I'm thankful for the opportunity to have both my parents and both of Anne-Marie's parents here for Thanksgiving at our house to celebrate the, the uh, pretty amazing life that we all have. And I'm thankful also for their health and that we can all come together and have such a wonderful time. We are truly blessed to have a family that loves one another. I know so many families that during this time of year, it's so tough to to bring those families together because of the, the conflicts that might be there. And we don't have any of that. It is such a uh, a blessing to have a family that loves one another and that we sit and enjoy that time. I'm thankful for the opportunity to have to uh, to have grown Five Cat Studio, to, to grow that small firm and to learn what I learned over the last 15 years and to be able to share that knowledge with you. I'm thankful for you. I thank you for reading the blog and, and, and subscribing to the newsletter and for listening to this podcast and listening to me ramble and ramble and ramble about my day in life and for, for sharing what we're doing here at Entrepreneur Architect with all your friends. I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for all the amazing people that I've met and connected with through social media and here at Entrepreneur Architect this year and, and for past years. It's, it's really uh, it's amazing what can happen when you just start sharing what you know and putting it out there and the people who connect with you and the friends that you make and uh, the relationships that you build. It's really uh, an amazing life. And, you know, it really it may sound corny, but it is an amazing life. And I'm really blessed to be living it. And I would say it's probably about time to wrap up this this podcast and get upstairs to help Anne-Marie prep for tomorrow. 
So this is the day in the life of Mark Arlapage, architect, writer, podcaster, husband, son, dad. This is November 26, 2014. And I wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. If you like this episode, please go to iTunes and leave me a review. This is how you may help me spread the word about Entrepreneur Architect and our mission to become an influential force in this profession. Go to entrearchitect.com slash iTunes or in iTunes, just search for Entrepreneur Architect. You'll find me. And remember, enrollment for membership is currently open for Entrepreneur Architect Academy. If you're interested in joining us, check it out at entrearchitect.com slash academy. And so that is a wrap at episode number 54. Show notes may be found at entrearchitect.com slash episode 54. Until next week, my name is Mark Arlapage, and I am an entrepreneur architect. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. mentioned it to my family but in terms of telling people like oh yeah we're doing this i'm looking for projects you got anything i'm not there yet because it scares the out of me dreaming of launching your own architecture firm well we'll buckle up for a wild ride with emerging the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm where do we begin we don't even know what type of business to formalize as is it an llc is it an llp like how are taxes i mean the list is astronomical season one featured founders jeffrey lexi and chris owners of level studio architecture are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio one evening stumbled into one last dive we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that, (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my One that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. 
Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast. It's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.